0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Abby Wilson, and I have the privilege of serving as the Director of Guest Services. We are so glad that you're joining us today. As we kind of near the end, we're not quite there yet, but almost of this John series that we've been walking through. If this is your first time joining us, um, that's what we're currently studying is we're walking through the book of John verse by verse. We're reading it together and giving you some insights on it. So you're always welcome to go back and look Listen to some of these or or re listen, maybe if you've been with us for a while. But we're going to be continuing on. Um, We're going to be today in John chapter 16, verses 16 through 33, which is going to complete chapter 16. We're going to read the scripture together and then I'm just going to give you a couple of my thoughts about it. Um, Because we are starting in the middle of chapter 16, I just want to remind you of where we're at in scripture. So, where we're going to start at is with Jesus speaking. And this is him talking to the disciples when they are in the upper room. Um, Judas has already left, they've had the Last Supper. Um, Judas has left, and now Jesus is speaking to the disciples that are remaining in the room. So we're kind of picking up in the middle of Jesus's dialogue with the disciples. So here we go. We're going to read together. Again, this is verses 16 all the way through 33 to finish out chapter 16. Um, And I'm reading today from the English Standard Version. So Jesus says a little while and you will see me no longer and again, a little while and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, what is this that he says to us a little while and you will not see me and again, a little while and you will see me and because I'm going to the father. So they were saying, what does he mean by a little while? We do not know what he is talking about. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, "Is this what you are asking yourselves, what I meant by saying a little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me? Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come, but when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish." For joy I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father Himself himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father, and I have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, "Ah, Now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it is come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone for the father is with me. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. This is the word of the Lord. This scripture is so neat because we kind of see Jesus speaking to the disciples and what he has been saying to them in in his time with them over the course of years it's kind of now about to come to fruition everything that he has said they're they're starting to understand they're starting to kind of understand this path that Jesus is going to walk and and what it's going to mean now what's a little bit frustrating to me at least is when um when Jesus does go to the cross and when he is crucified, they hide away and they're scared and it's like they've forgotten everything. And And yet here we see, here he is telling them what's going to happen. At the beginning of this scripture, they're confused about him saying, you know, you will not see me and then you will see me um, because I'm going to the father and and they want clarity in that. And then they understand it. and And Jesus is saying to them in the midst of this, I'm going away. I'm not going to be here with you physically anymore. I'm going to the Father, but I will still be with you. Um, This is the world that we live in. Um, We currently live in a world where Jesus isn't physically walking along beside us, having conversations, having that type of one-on-one, physical, personal relationship with us. Um, So we honestly have a better sense of this than the disciples did because they only knew Jesus walking with them physically um, being, being 100% man while 100% God, but being there in the flesh, that's what they knew. And so it was so hard for them to understand what he meant when he said he was going away and, and that you will not see me. And then you will see me. And I think, you know, this is just my, my personal opinion. When he says, um, back in verse, um, uh, 16 at the very beginning, he says a little while, you will see me no longer. And again, a little while, and you will see me. And I think, you know, that's pointing to the cross that's pointing to his, his crucifixion and his burial that they will not see him any longer. And he says in a little while, and you will see me. And so there's his resurrection where he is with them for 40 days before his ascension. But I think this could also speak to the second coming of Christ, that in a little while, you're gonna see me again. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna take over and I am going to reign and rule in the world. So while he is speaking to the disciples about crucifixion and then resurrection, he's also speaking to us. It's almost a reminder to me to say, as he says at the end of this, um, in verse 33, I have said these things to you that in me you have, may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. Some versions say in the world you will have t- trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Notice in this verse, the tense of this verse, he doesn't say I will overcome the world. So while he hasn't, while Jesus hasn't come back again, while while we are still waiting on his return And we don't know when that's going to be. We don't know if that'll be in our lifetime or in the future. No one knows the hour or day. He is saying you can rest assured in the fact that the battle has been won. You don't have to wonder what is going to happen. Now, he does tell us um, in this world, you will have tribulation. Specifically, if you're a woman listening to this, and even more specifically, if you are a mother who has given birth to a child listening to this, right there in the middle of the scripture, um, pointing back to Genesis three sixteen, when um, when God gives the new co- the command that um, the serpent will strike your heel and you will strike his head, um, that women will have would have labor in in childbirth and it would be, you know, difficult. That was something that, that wasn't experienced before the fall. Um, and Jesus points back to that here in verse 21, he says, when a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. So in the world, you will have tribulation. You are going to go through, um, hard times. You're going to go through suffering and loss. You're going to experience devastation. You're going to experience heartache. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish. When we are reunited with Jesus, whether that is through our death or through his coming, we're not going to remember the pain that this world brings us. We are only going to rejoice in the joy that we are reunited with our King. Y'all, that is something to look forward to. Jesus has overcome the world the hate the heartache and the hate and the destruction that is in the world that we live in it feels like even more so today than yesterday every day can sometimes seem a little bit harder than the day before just with the things and the the burdens and the trials that everyone is walking through us alone us as a as a body of Christ as a body of believers as a nation as a world It can feel hard and heavy, but we can rest assured that Jesus has overcome the world. The battle has been won, and he will come again, and he will rule, and he will reign. And we don't have to question and wonder what the outcome is going to be because he's already told us. I hope that in some way this can encourage you today that you can take heart, that that can be your takeaway for today that you can take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. I hope that wherever you're you're listening and whenever you're listening, I, I hope that you'll tune back in tomorrow as we continue on. We're gonna be starting in John chapter 17 tomorrow as we kind of continue working our way through this book. So I encourage you to join us back. I hope that you find these podcasts. Um, I hope they, they help in your walk with scripture and your walk and as you're learning um, more about the Bible. I hope that this has been to you. That's what we want. We want to be a resource. Um, We want to be a helping hand as you grow in your relationship with Christ. Y'all have a great day.